0: My name is James Burkhart, and this is Across the Divide. Today, we're going to talk about bias. Um, and the focus is intended to be about, um, recent, uh, commentary on search bias and social media bias. Um... So, I want to start off by saying, I am not saying there is no bias in the news or the news media. There is totally bias. Every writer is biased. Every editor is biased. Uh, There's a great media bias chart. Um, That that phrase on Google should get it to you. Uh, That kind of plots things out, you know... Rely, you know uh, noting that you know the further you get out on one end of the ideological spectrum, the less reliable the information tends to be. Um, for instance, I read HuffPost, Post, but Huffington Post is a uh, pretty liberal and does tend to ignore the other side's arguments, dismiss them, Um, out of hand, and therefore fails to provide, uh, solid reporting on some subjects. In fact, a lot of subjects. Um, I can never rely on HuffPost for analysis of a situation. Uh... Uh, contrastingly, I love, like, listening to NPR and my local, uh, news outlet here in the Bay Area, the Mercury News. Um, Mercury News, as a local paper in a liberal area, is, leans liberal, but is, gen, tends to be pretty report, uh, solid reporting. I've liked the Times, but... I can't read enough of their material, and it's just not, it's too expensive for me to keep it up with it, um, uh, Wall Street Journal is okay, as long as you avoid, uh, though, though, you know, their business is an issue, uh, they, 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 they are catering to Wall Street, um, whose viewpoints I generally don't agree with. Um, but, you know, they've got some... They actually do have some good reporting on the economy. So, you know, uh, at times. So I, I look at them. Uh, they're, they're pretty accurate reporting, uh, but the opinion and editorial direction of some of their content uh, does uh, tend to strike... It is a bit striking to me. Um, so, you know... The news is biased. There are are biases in both directions. Uh, Bias, uh, I'm also not trying to say there is no bias in search or social media algorithms. Because that's what we're going to talk about. Um, And I want to say clearly that I'm not saying there is no bias. What I'm saying is that because of what, what I'm going to say is that due to uh, lack of information, uh, it is quite possible that perceived biases are, in fact, the result of different effects. Also, the final note is I'm going to note that bias, de- the perception of bias, depends on your own biases, um, if you are liberal leaning, you are more likely to see a viewpoint as conservative leaning. you are likely to see a centrist as conservative. Whereas if you are conservative, you will see a centrist as a left, as, a, as a liberal or a leftist. Um, this is uh, quite uh, this gets quite entertaining uh, for people who are not really examining their biases. Uh, uh, several sites I, I look on that still have comment sections uh, the the main uh, writer on the site uh, Tech Dirt, will regularly in the same week sometimes in the same day get referred to as both a liberal and a conservative in derogatory ways because people are unable to perceive um Centrism because of their biases. Uh, so, um, or or someone who is not, you know, playing a partisan game. Because um, that's in the end what what uh, Mike Maznak M- is doing. He is refusing to play the partisan game, and is instead. Uh, evaluating the issues on his, on their merits and his own beliefs, rather than sticking to whatever side has declared for an issue and what a side has declared against an issue. Um, which I try to do, but I admit um, a more, I, I definitely have a more liberal viewpoint. Um, so, I want to get into bias. Now, uh, the first thing I'm going to talk about is the existing um, is the recent uh, paper uh, that was put out uh, that was then referenced by Trump in a little bit in a mini tweet storm or maybe it was just a single tweet, is an angry tweet um, about bias in Google search results. Um, one of the things that was noted is that Googling Trump news and using Google News to search for Trump seem to be pretty conflated, so it's not clear which approach they took. Um, however, uh, as you sort through uh, these both of these options, um, the uh, you can find similar results. So what the paper found in a in what they admit is a decidedly unscientific and non uh, and, and not evidence of bias, but uh, evidence that there's something we should look at uh, because we don't understand. Uh, and one of the biggest problems that I and uh, Tector, um and some several other sites will agree on. Is that Google is not transparent about how its algorithms work? We know little bits and pieces, uh, due to conferences, things engineers have said, things, um, uh, things uh, that we can glean from patents, uh, But we don't know. We don't know the algorithms Google is using. We don't know how these algorithms are functioning and how they're working together. Uh, Because of this, we don't know... uh, it's, It's hard to say what causes Google search to pull up anything. Um... Uh, And so what happened, but so what they did is they they searched and they found that the news was negative and it was from, it was largely negative and from uh, largely uh, liberal news sites. And they said that, and so their, their kind of pseudo conclusion was that, Uh, the the Google search is biased against conservative news sources. Um, And so what a lot of people have done is kind of looked at it and said, well, first of all, um, it doesn't seem you're using multiple computers, clean accounts. So the search results are going to be personalized based on your previous search history. Uh, If you clicked on CNN links more than you clicked on Breitbart links, CNN is going to continue to appear more positively in your search results. Um, Because Google is going to say this is clearly more the content you want. Uh, uh, Additionally, uh, Google ranks highly based on incoming links. Uh, YouTube does this too, and I might bring that up later. YouTube has a serious problem because of that, that metric. Um, but basically, the more times people link to a site and the more times people link to a specific article that they find elsewhere in their network of, of web scanning, the more heavily that site is considered reputable um, because more people are using it as a source. And so, what we find is that if you actually look at their results, the published results, um, uh, two big conservative news sources stand out as as people as somehow immune to this bias against conservative content. And what we actually find is that, well, yeah, they're the two two of the biggest conservative. News sources, Fox News, the two biggest conservative news sources, Fox News and the Wall Street Journal. Uh, and so, why are they immune? There, there isn't a bias against the conservative content. This conservative content, which is uh, the big conservative content, they get fed uh, a lot of incoming links. A lot of people link to them. A lot. Uh, um, a lot of people click on these sources, and so these sources remain high in the rankings. Breitbart, Daily Stormer, yeah, they're low in the search rankings, but that's that's not necessarily because they have conservative content. What One of the distinctions I try to bring in this is that There is a perception of political bias in in Google search rankings because there are conservative sites that are ranking lower than a lot of perceived liberal news sites. Um, Unfortunately, the issue with that assumption is it assumes that Google, when assigning these, that Google's algorithms, let me be clear, when looking at these websites, are assigning some sort of modifier based on the perception of the content of the website. In general, Google's algorithms, from what we know of them, doesn't know anything about the content of the website. It's possible that a programmer plugged in a variable that says, you know, if it's from one of these websites, downvote to a billion, but they don't... Um. The problem is, is news sites like this, uh, re- conservative and liberal news sites, tend to crop up in s- search results. Um, new ones tend to pop up. in the In the era of blo- uh, of blog journalism, uh, you don't. Ne- it's uh, less necessary to link into those. Uh, so what happens? Um, so, I question that there is, you know, some Google programmer in there who's just going through and finding every conservative news source and manually, like, programming the algorithm to downvote them, because that's really the only level I can see that happening at. But what we do know are there are a number of factors, um... That do not favor um, fringe liberal or conservative news sites. Moreover, uh, Trump generates contra- President Trump generates controversy, um, and there is a lot of liberal news that is cashing in on that controversy and doing a lot of Trump reporting, and that is causing. A lot of people on both sides uh, to click. Now there are questions. I mentioned the that there is a problem with YouTube with this with these metrics they're using, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna mention this and I'm gonna say it again. In search, uh, there is potentially a lot of problems with the metrics they're using, and I'm not saying there isn't. I'm saying that if you're crying wolf, that this is proof of media bias when it isn't it's going to be harder and harder to prove media bias when we if if and when we get that information that does prove media bias you need to be um I mean I don't know when in our history we stopped learning the boy who cries wolf the 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 boy who cries wolf is a good like cautionary tale. But I seem to find that there are a lot of people who don't understand that the boy who cried wolf was a cautionary tale to not cry wolf. Uh, um so my belief is what we need, and this is this will go the same for search, we need transparency. We need, to, we need Google to tell us how these search, these search engines are working. Um, and te- because there is potential for a um, kind of snowball effect. I, I was mentioning it. So CNN gets a tweet, gets another tweet, or sorry, gets a link, gets another link. People click on those links. That boosts them up. That means more people see their links, and so people keep... Like, there's this self-reinforcing uh, cycle. Uh, the same thing happens in YouTube right now um and it's why there's been a lot of YouTube controversies this year. um YouTube introduced this trending videos uh and we got that the 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 um, it's logan paul uh who who you know a controversial youtuber um has basically has been creating controversies. Uh, To play the algorithms. And went a little too far. And exploited a suicide victim. In the infamous suicide forest. uh, Which is. Crass and wrong. (coughs) Uh, But. uh, The. uh, uh, But. You despite this video being vile, it kept getting trending and and uh <sighs> um, the video was trending because of the controversy. see, what happened is you had a bunch of news organizations say how horrible this video is, and comment on it, and as is. As you would do any news organization, uh, in part because it helps you avoid um, uh, defamation claims that you're, you're, mis- you're, you're misrepresenting uh, the video, or claims that you're misrepresenting the video, they will link or embed the video content so you can judge for yourself. Uh, this is one of those clear factors in defamation law. Um, they are now providing analysis based on um, based on facts uh, in reference to um, facts that they have given you. They have they have given you this video to analyze, and then they've given their own analysis of the video. Uh, that's a that's a clear journalism. But the problem is, is each time they did this to say how horrible the video was, YouTube would say, ah, obviously this is quality content, and so they'd bump it up in the rankings, and then people would click on it and view it, and then they get what what is known as watch time, which is the the key metric, one of the key metrics for YouTube. And so YouTube would go, ah, this is quality content, and bump it up in the rankings, and then more news organizations would go, oh, holy shit, and they, and it's just this cycle, and then there's and then there's the the inevitable, why is YouTube not taking this content down? Article uh, editorials, um, this is what this is a concern, and this is a concern that this might be happening, but this isn't political bias political bias as I've said before is I am defining as Google you know politically based search bias is is the idea that the search engine is affecting the search results not based on outside metrics. But based on content and politically motivated search manipulation based on content, which has not been shown. There is clearly a bias, and the algorithms potentially have a self-reinforcing bias, which is going to make uh, voices which, which are not big, uh, harder and harder to find. So your top five, your CNN, um, I can't remember what the top five were, but including Fox News, uh, CNN, New York Times, Fox News, Wall Street Journal, um, these established players, they're going to keep staying big. And there's a question whether Google's algorithm is in f- reinforcing the, their bigness. That's a genuine question to ask. We don't understand the algorithm. And jumping from, uh, and jumping from, there is a problem in Google's search algorithm to political bias. There is a gap there. There is information that is not known. Question Google's search algorithms. Certainly. I would love to see more transparency. Um, There was a Techdirt article recently, and it was was talking about this very idea. The question is, why are we seeing so many, you know, why are we getting so much traction on these claims of you know, content-based political bias in in social media and um and search? And that's because both in the algorithms for what you see and moderation, there is no transparency. Social media companies are famous at this point. For basically saying, look at the terms of the, the, the community guidelines. I don't see anything I'm violating. Well, look at the community guidelines again. Like, they're not actually telling you what's wrong. Because in fact, as has been widely discussed by TechDirt, doing this kind of moderation at scale, Google, it's got so much that it's tracking... Um, I mean I'm pretty sure it's tracking trillions if not more pages um it's do it's not doing it by by hand. people aren't manually looking at every result they're they're manually looking at like test results uh of algorithm changes they have people who do that, but they don't have someone that's actually going into live search and um manually ranking things and again there is another vector we we we're, we're not we don't understand too much uh and that is uh how are they accounting for bias in the people who are helping them test their algorithms we don't know there are a lot of problems Garbage in, gar- can, we'll, we'll produce garbage out. But please, if you're gonna harp on these questions, harp on real questions. Let's get the evidence... <coughs> and then we can try to harp on some other questions. Which might be of a, a bigger concern to you. Now, um... Sorry, one moment. Um, one last thing I'd like to say. And this is, I, I feel this is somewhat important uh, to uh, to say and highlight. Um, if you are, uh, I want to give a a bit of an analogy here because you might be saying, "Oh, there's no difference." Let me let me tell you what the di- I had someone, I tried to say this to someone online um, recently, and he said, you know, I don't understand what the need to prove something that's been documented for a long time is. Well, I'm saying because the documentation is not necessarily proof. It looks like something, but it not not be something. And I want to give you a, give a little bit of an analogy. I had a friend in Vegas, and she, for years, believed she was... Uh, She had celiac. Um, uh, Consumption of of wheat-based products ruined her day, if not wheat. It was bad. So she was gluten-free for a long time due to very serious medical complications. But I went back to Vegas um couple uh, about a year ago and and found out that and, and saw her eating pancakes and I knew they weren't gluten-free pancakes and I'm like what how how aren't you celiac and she said well it turns out no she got a new doctor and her doctor looked at her chart and said well and noted that she'd never been tested for celiac. They'd they'd never gone through a rigorous scientific test. It was so well documented. Why bother going through that through through the testing? Um, well, what ha- and what it turns out is her new doctor knows she also has a bleach allergy. Um, for those who don't know, at least here in America, most of the flour products used are bleached flour. Um, Bleached flour has a couple of advantages in longevity of storage, um, as well as being easier to note when the flour is going bad, Um, uh, but it contains trace amounts of bleach. Nothing harmful unless you have a severe bleach allergy, in which case it ruins your day. She had a bleach allergy. She now eats, you know, gluten products quite heartily so long as, you know, they're made with non-bleached flour. So that is why we need to prove something that has been so long docu- documented for so long. Um, is because it's possible that when you have the evidence, when you when you you approach things scientifically and not um, rather than with anecdotes you might see a different problem. Um. I can point out, now, when you move to social media, uh, the problem changes a bit. So, I'm... So, I don't have a lot of highly conservative friends. Um... Um, this isn't by choice. Um, The circles I run in just tend not to hold conservative values. That said, I hold conservative. That that said, I do have some. But most of the people I know... So, the big complaint in search bias is that... um, Or social media bias is that one side can, uh, harass, impugn, and, uh, threaten, uh, with, with, uh, impunity, and the other side can't say anything, and are are going to be censored for their very, for their viewpoints being their view, you know, being, uh, you know, liberal or conservative. And when I'm not talking to friends, I hear this most often from conservatives ...saying that liberals can do this and I can't. The strange thing is, is when I'm talking to my friends on social media... um, ...I'm hearing it in the opposite direction. (laughs) Um, And I'm using anecdotal evidence, I know. But I've only ever seen anecdotal evidence. So I really can't uh, provide non-anecdotal evidence for this but neither can any other side. I'm seeing it from both sides, and I think in the end what you're seeing is that uh, people on a liberal's end of the spectrum uh, see anyone attacking them as conservative, and if they're taken down, it's because they're liberal. Um their attackers are inherently going to those who hold a different opinion than them are inherently going to be from the other side and it's very possible that if you know they perceive an imbalance and injustice it's going to be a political imbalance because the people who if there's an But when you're on the other side and you're seeing the same imbalance, you're seeing that same imbalance, you you know, because of your perception, because of the people you interact with, you perceive these differently. This is my my belief. Having seen this argument be made on both sides, this isn't a both sides do it argument. This is a um, this is a this is something that is happening to everyone on both sides because social media companies are horrible at moderation um and it require and in the end it can't be done algorithmically um and you're going to get inconsistent uh, results when humans do it and there aren't enough humans to deal with something the size of Facebook or Twitter those I've talked to um, including Tech dirt again have noted that the answer is likely not regulating the solution the answer is not going to be Uh, because regulation is likely just going to lock in Facebook and Twitter as the dominant players and uh, just continue the cycle of abuse. The uh, answer is likely, one, again, to increase transparency, but two, to um, end—but to reduce— Transparency in moderation efforts, in this case. We we need, and and what shows up in your feed. And then two, scale back moderation efforts. Do you hear me out? Hear me out. And instead, uh, allow users and potentially third companies to step in and find ways to filter that feed. uh, To filter the fire hose down to the manageable trigger you get. You, you you see. Um, the problem with Facebook is the locked-down platform. And Twitter. They are locked-down platforms. Um, uh, there are bots, apparently, that can block people from you on Twitter. But uh, because they're locked-down platforms, you've got this firehose of data, and Facebook has to manage it for you. If instead, we could get third-party aggregators um, into the mix, uh, we would instead, you know, instead of dealing with what we're dealing with now, which is just bollocks, we could instead deal with third-part, uh, you could instead choose the bollocks you want, a third-party aggregator, who potentially you can tweak and move forward. Uh, this is this is like the this is what we would want to see in these kinds of things, and this is something we're not seeing. Uh, and we think that's that's probably a better example. But I think transparency is the good first step because it lets us know what's happening and how this is happening. Um, instead. Uh, of what we're getting, which is not a which is just kind of a black box, biases exist, but in general what you're seeing is incompetence, and a bunch of people who uh, you know you can say tech guys, a bunch of math people searches about math. This is a math and st- these are a bunch of math and statistics people who have found metrics they think creates indicates quality content, and that's not what they're creating. But because that's what they think they're creating, um, because they think they're creating, uh, you know, they're they're they're. Seeing quality content because they think they see that instead of you know the qual in instead of what you're seeing is not political bias but bias for certain metrics, which apparently seem to be doing better uh in general for liberal media and why that is is a good question but it's not necess- it's not the content itself and i think that's the big message you need to get across this i need to get across is that this bias is not because of the content the bias is because of a number of factors involved with your viewer base and whether these issues should be issue are issues that that Facebook needs to look at closer is a really good question, or sorry, Google needs to look at better is a really good question. But stop claiming it's the gluten, because maybe it's, you know, you don't, your evidence doesn't say it's gluten. Your evidence just says there's a problem, and it might be the cause is not the gluten, it's the bleach. Until next time, keep talking.